2: Welcome to the Skin in the City podcast. The city may not be for everyone, but skin is. I'm Casey Boone. And I'm Haley Kurfis, and we're here to have some fun.
0: After 15 years in the beauty industry, I know a few things about skin. Join me and my friends to learn all about skincare, being an esthetician, and what it takes to be in this industry. Boom, boom, boom. Mm -hmm. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah, you know. What is it?
2: It's Black Eyed Bees. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Are they around anymore?
0: Yes, but Fergie's not with them anymore. Oh. Yeah.
2: Fergalicious death.
0: Fergalicious death. I went on to, like, oh, this is a while ago, but Brandon and I got into, like, a Fergie YouTube hole. Oh, yeah. I'd forgotten how much that I like Fergie. I like her dancing. Mm -hmm. I like her music. I like her songs. Uh It was just, it was good.
2: That sounds like a good hole to be in. It was a good hole. I love a good YouTube hole. I know you do. They're so addicting. They're
0: so addicting. My new favorite person to watch on YouTube is Dua Lipa.
2: Oh. Yeah. I, I need love to watch. I love her. She's a good dancer, isn't she? She is. You just need something with really good entertainment,
0: for sure. I just need to be thoroughly entertained.
2: We know, yeah.
0: <laughs> Welcome to Skin in the City. I'm Casey Boone, and hopefully, I'm going to entertain you today.
2: We're doing our best, and I'm Haley Kurfis. Also, here to entertain or something of the sort.
0: Entertain, educate, inspire. Today, we're moving at a snail's pace. We just went on a walk, and Haley and I both were like yawning and we're basically like sleepwalking. Yeah.
2: Like at least we're doing something productive while we're sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe that's the problem, actually. Probably the problem. So. Yeah. It's just been a lot.
0: It's just been a lot. But thank you so much for all of the love and the support for the In the Nude Collection, confidence in your own skin. Mm. The fan champagne fan brushes sold out in 0.3 seconds. Yeah, amazing. We I,
2: already ordered more. They're
0: coming, you guys. I don't have a restock date, but hopefully within like a week or so. Yeah. And just, I just cannot, I should have ordered way more.
2: I know. We just, it's like we knew, but I there's just ever- 800 other things to be thinking about right now. <laughs> So, and we just
0: weren't sure, you know, when you're launching a new product, we weren't sure. But make sure you check out the nude cold rollers, the new clear travel bag, the mini new mini cold roller. Also, we have two new kits we have a new upgraded Estee kit, mm-hmm. and we have the Lux Pro Glow kit.
2: Oh, amazing! Uh, and also, so- if we're gonna see you in Vegas this weekend, we will have the goodies oh with us. Oh my god,
0: that's this weekend! Yeah. <laughs> Oh, bye. I got to go sleep until I we get know, to Vegas. Like, holy guacamole. Yeah.
2: It's this week.
0: Yes. Yeah, so so what, what did you say? Say it again.
2: <laughs> oh, I'm just letting everyone know that we're going to have all the things. We're
0: going to have all the things. We, do, we did save a handful of fan brushes, but like get them while they're hot because I think they're going to go really fast. They will. They but will. yeah. And we yeah, we, a lot of you guys have been asking me on Instagram if we're gonna have the collection. Yes, mm-hmm. but make sure you come see us right away because stuff is selling
2: out. I'm we're bringing a lot. We think we, we don't think. know. We don't know. We're just making it up as we go. I mean, this is
0: our first time getting a booth. Yeah, but we brought a lot of towels, so many. A towels. lot of cold rollers, yeah. a few fan brushes, bags, serum bags. Mm-hmm. We're not tats. Hats. We're not selling the kits per se. But you can like create your own kit. Exactly. Basically. Yeah. So we'll be doing a discount. We have moved booths. Mm-hmm. We are now seven fifty. Yes. And Renee, our friend at Browdown Studios, he's seven fifty-one. And we're gonna be right across the way from the Eminence booth, which Renee said <laughs> is lit.
2: It's going to be lit. It's going to be
0: lit. Yeah. The Eminence booth, if you haven't been to the show, is lit AF. They're doing demos all day. It's popping off. So we're definitely going to be in like a lit little party corner.
2: That's good. I want the energy. I think it'll be fun.
0: Yeah. I'm very excited. We're going to have the glam cord there so we can take some pictures and selfies. And we're going to have all the products that are on the website. Yeah, so
2: we're ready for you. Almost. Hopefully. I'm
0: just going to just hibernate until then, but not really because there's there's something Yeah. Just no big deal. I'm selling my house and I have to move and buy another one. But that's a whole other story.
2: Literally, we Help. should probably talk about that at some point. Help! But we'll talk about it when
0: I've actually bought a house. Today because
2: is not that day.
0: Today is not talking about no. the house because I don't have one yet. It might but be homeless soon. What we
2: do have is an amazing guest on today's podcast.
0: We do. We have <laughs> Olga Lorenzen. She is an original gangster esthetician. <laughs> yes, she I is. am obsessed with Olga. Olga does not mess around.
2: No, I was like, I didn't know what to expect i've never met her spoken with her and she just like laid it down i'm like you were my like my cup of tea she's a straight
0: shooter Uh she really spills the tea on like the modern instagram social media esthetician and she just lays it all out i feel like she doesn't even know she probably doesn't even know that i talk about all this stuff and (laughs) she just like said everything that's in my head
2: yeah no she nailed so many amazing points and You're going to learn a lot. You need to follow Olga's lead.
0: Follow Olga's lead for reals. She's been in the industry, like I said, 25 years Mm -hmm. as an esthetician. She's owned spas. She had celebrity clientels. She first really came onto the scene. At least I started paying attention. God, which must must have been 20 years ago Mm -hmm. when she came out with her red carpet facial. And Halle Berry talked about it. And I feel like she was just blowing up everywhere.
2: What else do you need?
0: Besides Halle Berry, that's Nothing. it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I am obsessed with Olga. We are obsessed with her products. Mm-hmm. She was kind enough to send us some of her products, and Haley and I have both been using them regularly for the mm-hmm. what, past couple months. Yeah,
2: pretty pretty consistently, honestly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's and been great.
0: It's been so they've been so good. I've been using her. Well, we were talking about it last week. I use her Ageless Facial. Mm-hmm. Haley uses the
2: deep cleaning.
0: I think it's detox, detox or it's de- a green deep
2: detox. Yeah, it's the green one. We just I do colors. <laughs> <laughs> and
0: I love her new eye cream.
2: Oh, it's so good. Little dab on the lip. Little dab on the lip. Little dab on
0: the eyes. You're good to go. So enjoy this episode with Olga. That's it. Enjoy. <laughs> love you guys. Okay, Olga, we are so Hi. excited to have you here. Welcome to Skin in the City podcast. I want to just jump right into things. I feel like you are an OG in this industry. Mm -hmm. I am such a big fan of yours. I have been following you my entire esthetician career. I think probably. Oh my God.
1: Thank you so much. I'm sure it's, (laughs) you know, just, you know, us esthetician just sitting in the room doing our job. Yes, but
0: we appreciate that so much. And I feel like you've paved the way for so many of us. I mean, I started really paying attention to you. I feel like when you really hit the scene, when you were doing the red carpet facial for Halle Berry, I feel like that's when I really started to pay attention. So if anyone listening doesn't know who you are, could you introduce yourself and tell us like a little bit about yourself as an esthetician?
1: So, my name is Olga Lorenzin, and I've been a statistician for over 25 years. And while I no longer do facials on a general public per se, I feel that anything I have done in my life, from later on creating a brand and a product, or so whatever I did, I absolutely felt that this was incredible profession. I always loved being an esthetician. I still do occasional facial here, or there, maybe just on a friend, but still I have that need to put my hands on somebody's face. Of course, industry changes from time that I started to now, yes, but not so really much. significantly. Yes, maybe we have more technology. We have a better ways to achieve the results faster. But there are certain things that is so unappreciated still about estheticians. We are the true game changers. I've been in the industry over twenty five years, and I have rarely seen a dermatologist, even in a top on their you know best of career, putting as Mm -hmm. much effort as we do. Now, like anything else, like being a doctor, being a you know car mechanic, you have people who are incredible at what they do and maybe not incredible what they do. But those people in top 1% of estheticians can do literally what most people cannot. I don't care how many medical degrees they have. We have ability to take the time to look into somebody's skin. You know, as well as I do, that we leave a room thinking about somebody's skin. How can we fix it? What we can do about it? And this is a kind of dedication that you don't see in many professions. Estheticians have passion. We absolutely Mm -hmm. have passion for what we do. And, you know, I could see with you guys, with this new generation, how incredible you are. And Mm -hmm. that passion is even more with the younger generation, which I'm so glad to see that. Yeah, so...
0: <laughs> I, I mean I couldn't agree more. And I think, you know, I've talked about this a lot in my career. And I, you know, I came from a medical spa background before I owned my own spa. I'm kind of in a similar situation to you that I'm not putting my hands on as many faces as I used to. But I think the power of estheticians' hands and use the we have so much power in our hands, more than we even give ourselves credit for. Yes, you need the machines and the lasers and there's all these tools, but yeah, I we like, do, absolutely. We do. And mm-hmm. they're <laughs> and they're so fun, right? We love, they're so fun. But at the end of the we day, love toys. so many yes, toys. Yes, we do. At the end of the day, I think number one, of course, it's experience and the knowledge of the skin and it's our hands and it's our passion for truly helping people, you know, change how they feel about their skin.
1: Yes. I just love it. You know, when I started, everything was different. Just think about it. Yeah. I started in this profession where we didn't even have retinol. Hello, nice. wow. I mean, you know, treating acne was not easy. We had like mm-hmm. a you know, sulfur or zinc or something, I don't even <laughs> re- remember, but it was difficult. And then retinol came on, on yeah, on, you know, and it was like, wow, game changer. And then later on, alpha hydroxy. And that. so, but you know, all that is great. But I also find that estheticians are one person that you go to where they can incorporate other professions. We, Absolutely mm-hmm. no, And we should know when to send somebody to endocrinologist, when to send somebody to dermatologist, or versus to cancer specialists to check their moles., so we are the entry point. We're the gateway to all your beauty. That's Whatever so it is that you need, statistician is a gateway to that, because I can't tell you how many times. my I think in the last year, last year, prior to COVID, I think I had a client that said to endo- an endocrinologist and she had a Crohn's disease and yeah. I can clearly, I can't identify Crohn's disease, but I could just see how her skin is not doing well because of other issues. I don't mm-hmm. know who, what it is, but I right. said to an endocrinologist who, so this is the kind of stuff that only you have that entry point. Your skin yeah. is not well. You mm-hmm. have somebody who's talking to you for a very long time. We spend right. with the client anywhere from 50 to, you know, 80 minutes. Yeah. I mean, this is incredible opportunity to find out about people's nutrition, their their habits, their medical profile. I mean, we need mm-hmm. to know that. So, I love being an esthetician. I really enjoyed it. Like anything else, after a while, you know, I especially when COVID came around, I yeah. was like, I need to hang this up. We were shut down for a year, I know. and I worked so hard yeah. on a brand, and I was like, I can't see myself training somebody again, right? right. And spending that much time, but it's great. I you know, I love helping other estheticians, Yeah. talking to them, seeing if there's anything that I can always help or point them in the right direction or, but honestly, this new generation, the only thing that I don't like sometimes because of the Instagram, I know oftentimes young aestheticians feel they're all that in a year or two <laughs> uh-huh. after finishing the school. Oh, so yeah, set straight. No, you're not. No, you need minimum of five years hands-on experience before Mm, you should even say "boo." Yeah, just think about this way: ten thousand hours minimum per skin type. Mm -hmm. Then speak to me, because you know all these ridiculous memes, nonsensical (laughs) messages. Just stop. You know, just be the person you could be, which is an amazing professional. But put in some time. But in the time
0: we agree so much, you know, I've been in this, yeah, I've been in this industry 15 years. I started before Instagram and, you know, I think Instagram is such a great tool to build a clientele. Mm -hmm. It's such a great tool for businesses and for brands, but there is this misconception that you're supposed to get out of esthetician school and know everything. And either you think you're all that, or you think you're awful because you see these other girls or other estheticians mm-hmm. perceiving um, themselves to, yeah. to appear to mm-hmm. know everything. But there, you guys have it. Olga said yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, and, also, and Olga
1: put in the time. And mm-hmm. also, please. Don't be intimidated by statisticians who literally cut and paste information and put on Instagram. (laughs) Thank you. You you can tell when the information is not genuine, Uh you know, because imagine the amount of knowledge I could be posting on Instagram daily. I don't. Because right. it's really irrelevant. You all need your own path and client needs mm-hmm. to have its own path
0: Absolutely. with
1: with the aesthetician they go to. But there's so much this cut and paste, this kind of an artificial education. Right. And you can tell when the aesthetician shows up and tells you something from her daily life that can happen or gives you a message. So so sometimes we need we need all this social media. We need it because we Absolutely. can't have business without it. But just take it you know, measured, measure and be who you are, be just who you are, because that's Mm -hmm. the best way. The more genuine you are, everybody will feel that.
0: Yes. And I think practice, you know, I always say, Mm -hmm. get your hands on as many people as you can. They say, how do I get good? Practice. You need to be touching all sorts of different skin types, faces. That's the only way you're going to learn. You can read a million books, but I think until you get that hands-on experience and years of experience, like you're saying, is really where you're going to bring value to your business or someone else's business as an esthetician.
1: And value to your clients. Yes. And also just think about this. What is the hardest part with the skincare as a whole? doesn't matter if you're an esthetician, dermatologist is diagnostics. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Diagnostics. You can have all the knowledge, the absolutely incredible. I'll take you into the weeds knowledge about peptides or stem cells or vitamin C, whatever we all know. Yeah. But on the end of the day, what is the ultimate success for anybody who is in a skincare business? I don't care which, where, where you land. Right. It's diagnostics. Yeah. And how do you get to be good at diagnostics? Well, first of all, it's very difficult. Sometimes it is kind of a little bit of a talent, right? Absolutely.
0: There's a natural a gift that some of us have, right? Yes. Yes. Okay, you have to be Absolutely. connecting.
1: Yeah. Connecting. And, and also, you know, it's just like when you go to a really good doctor. Yeah. And he can understand. run five tests. Or maybe yes. 15 tests, but he just knows to run that one mm-hmm. test and he nails it. Okay. Yeah. So that. But on the other hand, even if you're not phenomenal at diagnostics, the more people you do, the more hands you put on other people, it will you start to develop this feeling for that. Yes. And and you've seen hundred cases of acne, you mm-hmm. have tried this, all mm-hmm. of a sudden the pattern will emerge. Right. I could see that this is really working. So you know, that's why I think sometimes for young aestheticians who are like, I don't care what sunblocks you're using. <laughs> I just want you to use sunblock. Come again. I have worked on <laughs> hundreds of clients with acne. It is important yeah, because absolutely. sunblock that is less oily that it had, so that you can help them out. So right. some of the messages that I hear are kind of really crazy and it's not really good for their clients. Yeah. But overall, the young... Upcoming estheticians, and I consider you one of—I mean, consider all of you younger than me for sure. <laughs> it's we incredible can't
0: tell because you look amazing.
1: <laughs> love- you do,
0: you do. It's all those acids. <laughs> it
1: is all those acids. It's all those facials and sitting in a dark facial room, not going out in the sun.
0: <laughs> I know. I mean,
1: I spent years just in a dark. <laughs>
0: small Third dark room, engine. right? Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about that for a second. Cause I feel like, again, so many people glamorize being an esthetician and don't get me wrong. I love being an esthetician. There is some glamor that comes to it, but we work our asses off. We work so hard day in, day out in that dark room with client after client, you know, I think that's another thing. Like I see these new estheticians talking how they're exhausted and I'm like, well, call me in 15 years. I'm really tired.
2: So you're just warming up, honey. Yeah. And you know, it's like, so
0: how do we, how do we change the narrative, (laughs) Olga? How do we get these people say like, yes, it's, it's a beautiful job, but there is like some work to be done. Mm.
1: You know, I don't know. I mean, this is difficult and clearly I'm a different generation than yours. And my yeah. work ethic is really kind of that hardcore old school. You know, on the height of my career, when I owned Kinara Spa, you know, this was like 5,000 square feet on Robertson Boulevard, you know, yeah. celebrities coming in and right. out every half an hour. Guess uh. what? I still had a face room. Okay. At this point it was maybe yeah. a little bit bigger than Ula because okay. I was the boss, but all our rooms <laughs> were beautiful with windows. I'm sure. And, you know, when our housekeepers didn't come, I was the first one to clean my floors. Of course. There you go. I was the first one with bleach getting down. <laughs> Scrubbing the well, toilet. <laughs> yep. I mean, yeah. it's uh, like, I think when you're an esthetician, there's a little bit of, you know, OCD about cleanliness and yes. all that. There but, should be. But they should be. It should be. <laughs> and And, you know, I don't know how to say this, working super hard and also being glamorous is not, you know, mutually exclusive. I mean, like you can do both. Yes. Part of the aesthetician being glamorous, that glamorous part comes from your knowledge and ability to change somebody's life. That's glamorous. So people love you. People will invite you to the parties. I was in Hollywood. So yes, of course I seen that first you know, of I would course. get invited to the premieres just because yes. I could fix somebody's skin. That was kind of crazy. Looking Great. Yeah. yeah, it's awesome. I mean, but so this is where it comes being glamorous. That's a, that's a part of being glamorous. And let's face it. I didn't realize that when I got into this profession, everybody wants to be in beauty. Everybody. I mean, kind of is, it right? is. It is. <laughs> no, that's why we, we have everybody on their corner wanted to have a brand or beauty line or something. But beauty is glamorous. In that Mm -hmm. perspective, what we do daily, it isn't, it's It's a grind, it's a grind, grind. it's a continuous grind. Now, just like anything else in life, either you love it or you don't, you don't think that being an architect, it's a grind. Absolutely. (laughs) Of
0: Of course. So
1: what else, you know, being an accountant, being an architect, being a teacher, it's all a grind. It is. Yeah. Yeah. So and we are all so different. I know aestheticians who are very talented who get into it. And two years later, it's like, oh, my God, get me out of it. Yeah. I've been doing it for 25 years and I no longer do it. And guess what? I still do two to three facials per month. Of course. At least just like I'll call my friends. and say, Can you come over and I'll do your facial?
0: I get Aww. it. I get yeah. it. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. you love it, still. Yeah, you want to put your hands on. I mean, I'm in the same way after COVID. I had to step. I didn't have to step out of the treatment room, but I felt like it was time to focus on other parts of the business. But I'm still calling Haley. I'm calling my mom. I'm calling my friends to put my hands on.
2: Let's take a quick commercial break to talk about this week's sponsor.
0: You guys are always asking me about my favorite equipment, and I'm so excited that we have been partnering with Dermagem. They are, have innovative equipment, constant support, and high-level service. So many of you have been asking me on Instagram about the Element Hydrodermabrasion Oxygen Infusion from Dermagem, and I have to say, I've already been using it on Haley, Duh. Thank you. <laughs> and I am loving it. First, you're going to do a layer of the hydrodermabrasion. Then you can switch the tip and do extractions. And then you finish it off with an oxygen infusion. I also recommend to get the variety set of their serums. I recently used the salicylic wash on Haley for the abrasion, And then I did an infusion with the Ageless Antioxidant Plus and Haley's skin was glowing, right?
2: Bomb.com. Like you
0: said, even later that night and the next day. Mm-hmm. There was like no downtime, no irritation, no. just a glow.
2: All you need to do is go to dermagem.com and use code GLOWLA10 for 10% off your order.
0: Again, go to dermagem.com. That is D-E-R-M-A-J-E-M.com and use code GLOWLA10 to get a discount at checkout.
2: Now, back to the episode.
0: I'm going to switch the flip here to for it. just a second. <laughs> I have to tell you that Haley and I both are such huge fans of your products. Major
2: fans. Well, send them, Major fans. Well, so friends.
1: ladies, just so very publicly here, if you don't always ask me for it, i will going send it to you. I'm also trying to work out. I don't know how to do this now because yeah. I just moved my fulfillment center to Utah. Okay. I'm trying to figure it out some way. Yeah for estheticians where they get like a huge discount and it yes. would be exclusively to estheticians I love because that. this is how I love I mean love of course and how much respect our, our, our profession so I'm really working on it but That's for you exciting. guys of course just text us and we'll oh, send you're it so to you sweet. Thank you're you course. so
0: sweet but yeah I, you know we get so many products sent to us and when we got your products I mean Haley and I both were using it Like weekly, once a week, once a week, yeah. We don't do that with a lot of the products, so your products are absolutely beautiful. And I'm also obsessed with the new eye cream, (laughs) I really am. It's so good. I feel like I love I've been using it every single day. I love that you can put it on. I think you need
1: to have a top of it. I I, I (laughs) I would love to dip myself
0: in a gallon size. I need a gallon size, yes. So we are such a fan of your products. I know you're known as the acid queen.
1: We love that. Can we I dive? Mean, you know, it's a marketing thing. What can I tell you? <laughs> Could you call me a peptide queen? Probably. Sure. A retinol queen? Probably. Yeah. But acid queen, I mean, true I mean, tr- to be told, I'm pretty obsessed with acids. But you know what? You know this. You know this better than anyone else. And all your followers who listen if you're estheticians. A lot of these are marketing terms. And if you're really young and you're listening to this, yeah, don't get too hung up on that. We're don't get physician. too hung up. Could I love called, that. You could, I'm going to call you tomorrow, peptide queen. And you'll be like, do okay. It. I mean, I named myself the cold roller
0: queen, but now I'm moving on to something else. You know, it's like, I love that you're saying this. Let's like be very transparent that a lot mm-hmm. of this is marketing, but I mm-hmm. do know you use a lot of um,
1: incredible acids in I products. I do. I love acid. I love acid. And okay. So now we can tie this back for being so long in a treatment room and spending Uh so much time. And now we can tie this back. How acid queen, how did I get a name acid queen? Because I've done years and years of grind in a facial room and what I have discovered that acids even more than we know the power of retinol, nobody needs to tell us that, but even more, Sometimes retinol can be tricky. You know that. Yeah, and mm-hmm. lately we can get retinol without a prescription, but mm-hmm. I have pretty much been an acid queen when you could not get any retinol without a prescription. And mm-hmm. I have learned that the most, the quickest, the most transformational way in skincare I can achieve via acids. And also there you go. just for you guys. So, 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 so you ladies are in Los Angeles, so you know, everything that I'm saying, you're not surprised, but if yeah. you're not in Los Angeles and you listen, you know, and here is one part, how my job was never that glamorous. You know, people would say, oh my God, all this like prepping people for the Oscars. Also those same people that I was prepping for the Oscars would come to me and say, okay, I can't break out. I can't be red. My skin has to be perfect and I have two weeks. We all know that's impossible. Right? Impossible. <laughs> yeah. Miracle. You workers. all know that's like some kind of a dream unless right. you already came to with a good skin. Yeah. But if I could do anything to be as transformational as possible to closest to the date, it would be acid. Okay. And this is how whole red carpet started. Yes. This is how the fit. It was all from the grind in the room, mm-hmm. worrying about how my client's skin should look like. How yeah. did I make it? Oh my God, did I put too much acid? Is she's going to be all red tomorrow on a red carpet? And I'm right. going to like, you know, I will never work again. Well, I mean, trial
0: and error, right? You ha- it's trial and error. And, and, everyone and everyone's different. Yes. Yeah, and everyone's different. And I love, you know, I was reading your, your bio and it says, you know, you're talking about synergy and not percentages. And I feel like, again, estheticians, we get hung up. Well, this is a 20% lactic. It's like, it, it, that doesn't matter at the end of the day. We that I think is. enough with the numbers. It depends mm-hmm. on the person's skin.
1: And you know, I, I don't know if you guys do this, but when I was always training estheticians and and this always gets a little funky in the beginning when I would hire somebody I would say, you know, you're going to have a couple of complaints. Don't worry about it. That's just what it is. It's almost yeah. like it's a given. You will get right. that. But I would, I would sometimes say to my estheticians, okay, so we have used this lactic acid, phytic acid, mandelic acid. You know, let's say you, you did this little peel prior to extractions, right? right? Now you have done extractions and you're looking at the skin and you're like, oh God, it's still so oily and thick. okay, no worries. Why don't we throw another little peel layer Okay, from a different, sometimes I would use my own brand, professional red carpet. And then I would, I would use, let's say, is it Pavonia? What is that glow peel? And it it was like a really high percentage lactic acid, maybe. And I would mix all these peels. And I would say facial is a long time. It's 50 minutes or an hour. Yeah. You can You know, start pulling those layers off slowly. It doesn't have to be one peel. It could be two. It could be a light microdermabrasion with a very light peel on top. Reassess. Do we need more? It's sometimes almost like doing little by little is better than doing a lot at once because you can't go back.
0: Yeah. Right. I agree 100%. You're kind of chipping away. You chipping do, away. You do a like, light layer of lactic. You see, how are they reacting? Like you said, are they still oily or did they dry out? Did they get red? You have to pay attention. And like you said, every single person is going to be different. And you could be seeing the same client do the same thing and they could react different because maybe they tried a new product. Maybe they're on vacation. Maybe their hormones, right? There's so many factors. There's not this one and done for everyone's skin. mm
1: mm-hmm. Now, and you know, even, even even for me, sometimes I know that I will know outcome 100%. I just recently did Cosmolan Peel on a, on a friend. Yeah. But she has a darker skin. She's a mixed race. She's kind of has that beautiful, almost dark tan skin. Yeah. And it was totally fine. All her discoloration came off. And then there was a tiny little piece here. Right. It just got stuck. Oh, no. And so... I was so miffed by the whole thing. So I sent her to my dermatologist, and he looked at this and he said, I I can't figure it out. There's absolutely no reason for that. And eventually, of course, he went away. Yeah. And he didn't bother her that much. But I was so fixated on it.
0: We've all been there, right? We've all been there. And your client comes in, there's this brown spot and then you start to freak out. But I think, at the, right, we're all panicking. You so go, I don't funny. know why yeah. that happened. But at the end of the day, like we're just people too making educated guesses. And again, the more experience you have, the better educated guess you can make. Mm-hmm. 100%. So what I'm getting yeah. from everything that we're talking about today is practice, practice, practice. Yes. You know, don't beat yourself up up if you make mistakes. And I would also say no. to, to experiment. I love that you're saying to you know chip away and add layers and be experimental with products. Yes, maybe follow some type of protocol, but this is where I think a lot of us are creatives and this is where you can get really creative in the treatment room with your products.
1: I think the, you touched upon something that I really want to say that creative estheticians seem to stay in business for a very long time.
2: Yeah,
1: The estheticians who strictly follow protocol, I think that's the grind becomes too much and there's not enough reward. Um, So usually I would hire estheticians and I would say, I would not even talk about creative. I would would say, here's your protocol, get this down. And when I would see that they start to feel it, that they start to feel it and I I could see them growing, then I would say, put the protocol away. Just chuck it. it. Make it your own. Now, let's just how many protocols going we gonna use? six? How about if we mix and match? Now we're going mm-hmm. freestyle. Yeah. And this is why, when I was at Kinara, aestheticians who worked for me worked for me for little. I had some who worked for me for 14, 15 years.: Wow. Wow. Until I I basically sold Kinara. Okay. And then, and then also remember then he said we were no longer able to be independent contractors, which is a huge thing. I lost such a pain in the butt. Incredible people. Uh, I'm sorry. You know, single mothers who couldn't do this anymore. Uh, Awful. You know, you you know the deal, but, but, but we were a family and they loved it. And who really stayed with me were these creative types Mm -hmm. who just love their work. And I didn't have to micromanage them. They were so brilliant and excellent. And we would just show up to work and we had the best time.
0: I love that. It's such a yeah, it's a creative process. Have fun. I think to it's okay to change and evolve.
1: Yes. It's it's you it's, have to. You
0: well
1: have you to. have to. And you know what? Everybody has their own path. I know some brilliant aestheticians mm-hmm. who went to be educators for some big company, companies and, and brands. And one of my best copywriter was an aesthetician who worked for me, who was very talented she was an English major. Imagine okay. having a copywriter who was an English major and aesthetician. I mean, I want to hire her. Yeah, well, <laughs> she, I mean, how dare she? She no longer works. She's now married and has children. Okay, but fine. I was literally like, Oh my God, clearly other people can have that. Having an English writer, you know, I would just sell a yeah. weightless moisturizer and she would just like, come out with a three-page essay. I <laughs> yeah. love that. I
0: mean, and I think that's the other, such a cool thing about working in the beauty industry and working as an esthetician is we're not stuck just doing one thing. We're not just stuck in the treatment room. <sighs> Look at you. You were a celebrity esthetician. You still are, but now you've created this beautiful line of products. There's so many different avenues you can take as an esthetician.
1: I think, and also like, what do you do? I mean, you know, I was talking to my friend, I'm, I'm sure you know her, Candice Marino. And I was thinking- Yeah, I love Candice. I was like, I mean, I'm sorry, but if you're going to be an influencer and talk about beauty, you, you better be an esthetician. You better. Because I'm sorry, I'm sorry, who is a better influencer than esthetician talking about products? Yes. True. And yes. just like all of you ladies out there, once when you get a lot of experience, I don't want you to just talk about nonsense and create memes Yes. You <laughs> could be that influencer. You know, the yes. big brands should be paying estheticians. Because yes. I think this train of science is coming and it's coming on hardcore. And once when it penetrates the beauty business a little bit deeper, yeah. I think the regular little influencer will have a difficult time. And estheticians will see a complete reemergence. Because like, when I want somebody to talk about my brand, I want an esthetician to talk about my brand. Yes, of yes. course. I mean, I, I also love, you know, if, if a 15-year-old wants to like, do a TikTok, <laughs> I mean, great. <laughs> Right. right. But, but who I want, if I want a consumer to look at somebody and decide what to buy, I want it to be an esthetician. Yes. -hmm. And I think the brands better get on that train. I think it's, I think it's coming. I hope it's coming.
0: So I just think there's only so much influencers can fake, you know, and we're seeing through it now.
1: You know, you do. And I have this one influencer. I think her name is Jen Che from Head to Toe. You guys all need to check her out. Okay. She's definitely like a lifestyle influencer, but she's so brilliant that I met her. I gave her a facial. I gave her so much information that I thought she would never able to digest because Uh it was some serious information about her skin. Mm -hmm. And then she did a complete YouTube channel without me. With your Saying exactly what I said. Wow. Doing no. the, So like, yes, there are influencers mm-hmm. in the world who are just brilliant and geniuses, but those are very few. Yeah, Those are yeah. very few. And then I had, of course, the worst situation that I ever had. And I was like, okay, from now on, I'm vetting seriously. I had this influencer who wanted me to do one of the like a mid-depth peel, like maybe perfect dermo, something like, you know, mid-depth peel. So I yeah. did the peel. Everything was fine. Hosting was great. And then she did something completely ridiculous Uh-oh. on her own, oh, decided no. just as the pill was healing, she's going to use a scrub on her face. Oh, no. no. And she was actually putting this things. very publicly. Uh-huh. And then uh-huh. all these people were saying like, well, please don't do that. And I had to send her direct <laughs> message saying, don't okay, do this it. is embarrassing. Yeah. It's embarrassing for me. It's embarrassing for you. This is not what you do. Yeah. Because and this is the kind of stuff that if you're not really in a beauty, you don't Mm -hmm. know and you're just Mm -hmm. kind of randomly flying out there doing stuff. And so another thing for influencers, I think influencers should have their mentors. For example, Mm -hmm. if you want to be an influencer, they should have probably people like, you know, wonderful institutions out there, maybe paying them a small fee so they can educate them Mm -hmm. on what is happening so they can speak about
0: it. I agree 100%. Uh, Maybe we can, maybe even this conversation is going to, you know, Have someone, yeah, Yeah. you know, and like you were saying before with your, you know, you're the acid queen, beware. And I love that you're the acid queen, but beware (laughs) that a lot of things are marketing terms, right? And I think as estheticians, we need to be looking at it not as a consumer, we need to look at it from a marketing standpoint as well.
1: Yeah, I mean, what right now, skincare is OTC, meaning it's just like everything we do is over the counter, we're we're not. You know, so so what does that really mean? If we were not allowed to market, which sometimes I wish we wouldn't be able to do, it would be just called skincare. Right. If that's all we would be able to say. It's yeah. a topical moisturizer. That's all you would be able to say. Yeah. You know, terms like clinical. I use term pro grade. It's completely marketing because it's not regulated. I want exactly. somebody to regulate right. it pro.: grade. I would pro love it means a lot to me because yeah. I use this product in my facial room for years. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I would love for somebody to regulate it so I can apply and defend what am I using prograde. But I'm using. Random brands who just come on the market and say prograde. And I'm like, "Well, how are you prograde?? It's just what it says on the label, right? We can put anything we want on the label. Yeah, prove it. Yeah, we need some regulation, but it's not going to happen because- Probably not. It's so, uh, you know, skincare is profitable for the big guys Mm -hmm. who have millions of dollars. They come to the market, they clean up and they can call whatever they want. Yeah. Some brands, of course, amazing. My social media director told me the other day, something I didn't even realize. She told me, she said, have you noticed how all the really amazing medical brands have hardly any followings Mm -hmm. and then just seemingly you know commercial brands have millions you know hundreds of thousands of followers which is a really interesting thing how science and knowledge is not easily disseminated
0: it's not Mm -hmm. it's really not and you put a pretty
1: package which hey i like i
0: love your packaging i'm all about the package it's all
1: changing now is it it? Uh uh-huh (laughs)
0: <laughs> I've been loving the blue of the eye cream. It's just been, it's been yes. my color. So recently. It's gorgeous. That's
1: basically what we're going into. Right. Yeah. But it. it's a lot of We will be sending you more stuff. Oh, you're a dog. Yay! We're so excited. Thank Olga, you
2: so much. Thank you so much
0: for talking with us. Thank you for pulling back the curtain and mm. really just being transparent with this. We I agree with you so much. I hope people understand that, you know, this is all coming from like a positive place, right? We we just want to see people be happy and successful as estheticians and don't beat yourself up if you see some crazy marketing thing.
1: Oh my God. You know, I, I will tell all your followers, the more careful and quieter the, the, you are, probably you are really good. You just so need true. some practice. Don't beat yourself up and not ever put yourself down.
0: Practice oh, and then call, call us in 25 years when you're an OG like Olga. <laughs> 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 Olga, can you uh, tell everyone your website, where they can find you on Instagram?
1: Okay, it's so Olga Lorenzen, Olga Lorenzen skincare on Instagram. Everything is just Olga Lorenzen. Everything will show up, right? Amazing. Am I missing something? <laughs> yeah. yeah, just Olga Lorenzen. You guys, she's
0: an OG. just Olga go- no, yeah. Lorenzen. I love uh, it. Thank Thank you you guys. Was so much fun. Thank you so much. This was honest. This is seriously so great. Appreciate you you so much. Have an awesome
1: weekend.
0: Thank you. You too. Thank you. Bye.
2: Bye.
0: Okay, you guys. You got the. There you have it. You got the tea from Olga. (laughs) She served it hot. She did serve it hot. (laughs) We hope you enjoyed that. We hope you got some information. You know, just like I was telling Olga, I hope you guys know that this is a, she means what she says in a positive way Mm -hmm. that don't be so hard on yourself when you see these quote unquote busy estheticians, like she said, copying and pasting and posting stuff on Instagram. Instagram is an illusion. There are lots of marketing tips and tricks and words that people use. And just know that if you love what you're doing, keep doing it. You're on the right path. Keep practicing. Like Olga said, Five years, you guys, five years, and I really do have to stand behind her. I believe that, mm-hmm. that you need time and experience to really develop your skills, yeah. just like any job, yeah. any career.
2: 10,000 hours per skin type.
0: To become an expert.
2: That's amazing.
0: That's a lot.
2: That's a lot. So. So go touch some faces. Go touch some faces. Rock up some hours.
0: And don't be so hard on yourself.
2: Grace is always
0: a good thing. It really is. Also, don't forget to check out our In the Nude collection, available now at GlowSkincareLA.com. Haley, do we have a discount code for them? I think we do. Cheers 10. Cheers 10 for 10% off because we love you so much. That will be 10% off the entire website. And don't forget, if you're not a Skin in the City member, you really should be because it's $2.99 a month and you get an additional off automatically on everything, including wholesale.
2: Baller. Baller, holler. See you in Vegas. See you in Vegas. Woo! Okay. And have a good week.
0: Bye, guys.